Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Parenting with Abba. It's interesting to note that when God gives children, he has expectations from those he gives them to. We see this clearly in the case of Prophet Eli, where God expressed great dissatisfaction and disappointment with how Eli was raising his children. The truth is, God is watching how you are raising your children, the children he gave you. How you are raising your children can provoke God's blessings or curses upon you and your entire lineage. God's perception of your parenting style can affect how he relates with you. We see this with Abraham in Genesis 18, 17 to 19, where God talked about his confidence in his parenting skills and abilities even before he had any children. God's confidence in your parenting can determine whether or not his promises are fulfilled in your life. As we see in the case of Prophet Eli, who God revoked his promises concerning him, his promise of his lineage remaining priests in Israel forever. A couple of years ago, I was asked to speak on the topic, raising kingdom children in the face of 21st century challenges. I would like to share some of the things I discussed with the audience then. That we qualify some children as kingdom children means that there are different types of children. If we have kingdom children, then there can also be worldly children and even satanic children. Kingdom children refer to children identified to God's kingdom or identified with God's kingdom. And there's only one other kingdom, and that's the devil's. Ordinarily, all children are gifts from God. Maybe apart from children whose parents sought for them through satanic agents. Satanic children are actually child agents or representatives of the devil, either by birth or by initiation. Apart from this set of children, I think it's either you are intentionally raising a kingdom child or a worldly or secularized one. So we need to ask ourselves, what kind of child am I raising? If you are wondering what a worldly or secular child looks like, check 2 Timothy 3, 1-5 and Romans 1, 18-32. But why does it matter whether your children are worldly or godly? Because it's important to God. Malachi 2.15 says he seeks godly offspring. A simpler word for kingdom children might be godly children. Children that represent the kingdom of God. Once again, as a Christian parent, are you raising godly or worldly children? Examples of kingdom children in the Bible were Samuel, John the Baptist, Daniel, Joseph, Moses, and even our Lord Jesus Christ. How were these kingdom representatives raised? What did their parents do or not do? Number one, they were surrendered to God. Abraham surrendered Isaac. Hannah surrendered Samuel. John the Baptist was surrendered by his parents to fulfill God's calling on his life, even when it meant living in the wilderness and eating honey and wild locusts. Our Lord Jesus Christ was surrendered by his parents to God, even to the cross. 
Number two, these children were exposed to God's presence. In Luke 2, 41, we see our Lord Jesus Christ at age 12, taken with his parents to Jerusalem. Number three, they were exposed to kingdom customs. Once again, using Jesus as an example, we see how his parents exposed him to every required custom, godly custom of that of their time. In Luke 2, 21 to 24, we read that Jesus was circumcised and he was dedicated at the temple in Jerusalem according to the law of Moses and the required sacrifice was given. Have you exposed your children to today's kingdom customs like salvation, water baptism, Holy Ghost baptism, Bible reading and memorization, giving offering, tithing, praying, fasting, evangelism, service and ministry? Or are you thinking that they are too young? Number four, the parents of these kingdom children in the Bible received or in some cases actually asked and followed divine instruction for their special training and protection. Samson's parents asked the angel sent to them, what will be the boy's rule of life and his work? What an intelligent question. It's unfortunate that the boy made fatal mistakes that cut his mission short. For Jesus and John the Baptist, instructions for their lives were also given before their birth. Joseph received instructions for baby Jesus' protection from wicked King Herod through an angel. And I'm sure Jochebed, Moses' mother, was also divinely inspired with the idea of hiding him in a basket by the Nile while other babies of his age and gender were being killed. Number five, these children have an early awareness of kingdom business. In Luke 2, 49, at age 12, our Lord Jesus Christ proved this when he said he must be about his father's business. Also, these children were encouraged by their parents to fulfill divine purpose. We see also at the wedding in Cana how Mary encouraged Jesus to turn water to wine because she knew that that was, he had the power to do so. Your child may not have the power to literally turn water to wine, but he or she has other God-given abilities. Have you identified them? And are you giving him the encouraging push to use them to fulfill God's purpose for his life? And whilst you are at it, does your child have the mindset that whatever her career in life may be, her number one assignment is to be about the business of our Heavenly Father. Instilling this mindset early would rid such a child of the insatiable monster called selfish ambition. So once again, have you surrendered your children totally to God to do as He pleases with them? Are you exposing them to God's presence and introducing them to kingdom customs? Are you seeking and following divine instructions for their lives? And are you inspiring them to use their talents and skills in blessing others? Are you also encouraging them to use these skills and talents in expanding the kingdom of their Heavenly Father here on earth? Thank you for listening to this, ep- to this week's episode. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Fronshaw and at Parenting with Abba. 
enjoy your week god bless